The following program is a Podcast One.com production. The following program is a Podcast One.com production. And here it is. Skiddly Bebop Boomba. Best podcast in the world. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Skiddly Bebop Bing Bang. What's going on? What's happening? I'm cold and wet, and it's a fucking mess out here. Where are you, New York? Yep. Yeah, it's bullshit out there. Nor'easter. It's a. Uh, it was crazy, like, like uh, sca- a little bit scary waves this morning. In oh California. no, kidding! Yeah, interesting. What's it coming from? When surfing this morning, I think that there's a massive storm storm coming. Oh, well, I know com- so. I mean, it's coming to California. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess because every day they're like, you you go online to look at the surf warnings, and it's like, be- beware, motherfuckers. And then they say they say Saturday. Don't be surprised if you see fifteen foot front. Whoa, fifteen that's something, foot that's something down south. Yeah. So that's supposedly coming Saturday, and tomorrow's supposed to be even bigger than today. Today there was there was consistently five to seven foot waves. You know, like so you're like, oh, that's that's pretty burly, and they were coming in sets. You know, so they're like one after another. And yes, my head isn't working right. Why? I was just thinking, you were last in Nashville, right? It's the last time you traveled? Yes. And that was how long ago? Uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I saw a picture of myself as a lifeguard mm-hmm. when I was like 21. Mm-hmm. What happened? Uh, life? You did a lot of stuff since then? Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope so. Because I look pretty worn out. Are you looking, uh, are you saying what happened, meaning that you look physically different? Yes. You're 35 years older than that. Oh, right? stop it. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. You're yeah, thirty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's are you gonna times. do? What are you gonna do, right? Yeah. I did Jason's show today. Oh, how was that? By the way, you, I mean, you, first off, let's get back to that. Uh, you're worried about how you looked at twenty one. Mm. What do you think it feels like for me at thirty five? I look at myself at twenty one and I'm like, shit. What happened? Well, you were <laughs> you were taking drugs. I know, but but like it's you're you're twice that age and then some. I'm just kind of over that era, and I'm already, like, fucking a mess. Oh, please. We're, we're bad. We're, we're something wrong with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. called body dysmorphia. All right. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I did Jason show today. It was great. We had a great time. But you need to come in. How's he doing? Really good. Is he gonna, Are we going to do Ellis Mania? I am. I know I am. And when, what is it he wants us to do? Well, I he, I told him, I said, I, I you're not getting Drew to fight. I'm sorry. It's just oh. not going to. I said, Drew would, if you get Geraldo Rivera on the yep. card, he'll mm-hmm. fight. I suppose, but yep. outside of that, I don't see Drew getting, you know, wrapping up his his fists and putting gloves on and fighting another guy. Who would it be, even? Right, right. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I mean come it, on. To be fair, that'd be somebody else with no skills and no training. Well, that's almost and- all the fights. The only person really fighting that night that ever has any skill is Jason. Yeah, that's part of the fun. Right. Who's he gonna fight? Uh, ten different people. Being that this is the tenth Ellis Mania, ten fights. He's going to do a ten round fight where each round a new fighter comes through, which is all a surprise to him. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that should maybe that should be you and I. One round we both come in. Oh, <laughs> don't offer that up unless. <laughs> the only problem with that is that he loves you so much that he won't hit you. So I'll just get all the damage. I, I might start protecting him. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, we're bad. We're bad. We've been nasty. Yeah, that would really not work out well for me. Where do they do it? Uh, At the Hard Rock in Vegas. It looks like a huge room. It's a fucking major event. 
Yeah. It's like, no, where they hold it is where they have, like, UFC fights. It's right. It's awesome. I mean, it is a... The last Ellis Mania I went to, I saw... I saw a electric dog collar fight. I saw a, a lesbian dressed up as a taco fight a lesbian <laughs> dressed up as a clam. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I saw the transsexual brawl for all. I saw Dave Mira fight fucking Brian Deegan. They, those do, those do are they have judges. Do yeah, they have no, judges? it's a real like. Are we gonna judge? Relatively sanctioned fight, you know. Oh, oh, like real judges. Well, meaning meaning like not the the lesbian taco clam fight isn't sanctioned. Yeah. But I mean, when that when when there's dudes in there that can really lay some fucking leather, yeah. they will have like a a, re, a, a, a pretty well skilled boxing. The, the, the videos I saw of it though, it seemed like there was like a panel of judges. No. Yeah, mayhem and stuff, and and dingo yeah. and stuff. Have you done it in the are, past? Are we are we going to be doing something? Well, like, I, Tolly and I have have discussed this, and I I thought it would be amazing if you were official med like medic slash okay. cut man. Oh, like, Jesus. how funny would that be? Unless I actually had to do something, I would I wouldn't be willing to. Oh, yeah. Plus, I don't have a license in Nevada. No, I know, but n- there's there's real like paramedics I do, there. I could do right. I could do uh, sort of Good Samaritan stuff. Right. There's real paramedics there to do real medical stuff. All I right. thought I just thought right. like some way to get you involved that isn't too <laughs> hokey and would make and you would enjoy it. You know, All like because right. I know you and you wouldn't enjoy being like the ring boy. You wouldn't enjoy no. being. The MC, you would you would enjoy no. being like like put on like an old timey stethoscope, like it'd be funny. That'd be fun. Yeah, the, the, the uh, headlamp on my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like the Three Stooges doctor. Right. Uh, and at the very least, you and Susan have to go. You guys would have yeah. the best time. It is it is a ridiculous event that is nonstop fun. Baby, R- gonna come? Oh yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Daughter's coming with us everywhere. That's uh, we've made that rule. I mean, except for this weekend, she's not coming to Acoustic Christmas. Oh yeah, that's coming up fast. Yeah, this weekend. It's gonna be fun. I'm not being there. I'm not gonna be there on Saturday. What? I know. What's the matter? I'm marrying my wife's sister. Oh my god! I know. Who's she marrying? Uh, her fiance. Who's <laughs> the vet- veterinarian? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I know. I know. I'm very excited. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I can't skip out. Not only am I marrying them, it's at our house. It's at Bianca and I's house. So. She's a veterinarian grappler. Yes. She's marrying a guy that she met in jiu-jitsu. Oh, my God. That's he's great. A, he's a professional jiu-jitsu coach. That's fantastic. Yes. Yes. They're very happy together. I'm very happy for them. But uh, I'm, I, I, get a, I get a no uh, get-out-of-jail-free card for Acoustic Christmas. Cause Good I am, for you. Now that I'm a man of the cloth. My friend Hunter said one of the funniest things he's ever said in his life today. I was on the phone, and he's he like, "Says a lot of funny shit." He does, and I, uh, I, I told him, I said, "I can't go to Coots Christmas on Saturday because <laughs> now I am, you know, I'm a man of the cloth." And he said, "That cloth is a jizz rag." Oh, and then, <laughs> like, like, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah you know what? Much. I can't even argue with that." Yeah. God, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll have to announce some band by myself. Do you do you shoot when you masturbate and you're traveling, Doctor Drew? You are alone now. No, I'm and not alone. It, I got my daughter and my wife staying with me. Oh. Okay, well then, excluding this time, uh, if you're traveling and you're you're thinking I'm gonna masturbate, does Doctor Drew shoot his load into? Well, you don't shoot any load anymore, but ghosts. Back in the day, did you shoot? Were you a guy who shot loads into like a tissue, or do you just let it fly? I I don't let it. I never fed the dog. 
<laughs> I didn't say you fed the dog. I didn't think everybody was like me. I just wanted because I was never a guy who shot my load into something. I never had like a jizz rag or like. I, a, I think ninety five percent of guys do. They do. Mm-hmm. Or or else the maybe the toilet. Or something. I was gonna say I always like. I mean that was ninety five percent of the time I jerked off was either the toilet or um or uh or the shower. But I bet I bet most people are far more um, discreet with their excretions than yourself. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I'd say so. I love uh, I love shooting loads. There's no doubt about that. I got to figure out a way to uh, to shoot more loads. What does that mean? Like, just you know, I got to I got to work that in my lifestyle. You know, like I've now made like I I'm pretty good about finding flaws in myself or ways to grow myself and better myself, and and then fo- and following through with it. You know, if I need to meditate more, I I may I stick to it. You know, I meditate every day, and I realize like I just I'd be better off if I shot more loads. I gotta figure I, out a I, way. I, I'm kind of confused. I thought you were sort of calming down a little bit. I am, and I don't need to do that anymore. I need to shoot more. I need to rifle them off. Is it because your wife's turning you down because she's busy with baby, or what's happening here? Um, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Okay. I mean, so I you, think that, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to turn this spigot up again. Yeah. I think I'm just going to become a, so like you, a, some revenge loads. No, no, they're not revenge resentment loads. loads. Resentment loads. I, I think that they're more resentment loads. Come no, on. let's, let's, let's look at it this way. There's, it's like the amount of water in the world. Like sometimes it's in gaseous form and it's up in the clouds. Sometimes it's. It's uh, it's raindrops. Sometimes, sometimes it's in it's, the ocean. Sometimes in your seminal vesicles. Yeah, like I have, I have a, I, I have a given amount of jizz on this planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it's cool to lay dormant. Other times, like I need to let it fly. Okay. Ropes. I don't. Think... I am. I am like something's wrong with me tonight. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, it is fucking like one in the morning for you. Yeah, and I had to get up at like four in the morning. Our time, mm. and I'm still not in in the wrong times right this time zone yet. Uh oh. And can I see? God damn it! And um, I'm meeting for the Prostate Cancer Foundation. It was really interesting. By the way, everybody, please go to pcf.org if you have any questions about prostate cancer. Your family member has questions. It's just the best resource. Or if you want to support a good ch- charity, they will accept any donations. It all goes to extremely efficient research research dollars cancer research that is uh, beginning to affect all kinds of cancers, not just prostate cancer. Yeah. That's a pretty so. big one, man. I, I just, you know, I, I was I was pretty shaken up by seeing you kind of go through it and stuff. Oh, it was good times. And uh, kind of, like, I feel like you're a really healthy guy. Mm-hmm. And I just think, like, you know, if, if, if you were able to kind of, by the grace of God, like at the last moment, really kind of pull yourself out of it just from you know, checking your prostate and all that, then I need to really be on it. You know, like oh, I yeah. got to start now at age 35, a, like thinking about what I'm going to do. really famous people that are about to go public with their own prostate cancer stories. Really? Yes. Oh. And when that happens, you're going to be even more blown away. You're going to be like, oh, my God, you? Holy shit. I'm going to go get my digital rectal exam right this yeah. second. You're going to ask me to do it in the studio. I already did. <laughs> I'm just saying. You fucking dick. And you said no. No. You need to have your doctor do it. Okay. Well, that I mean, I said, like, all kidding aside, of course it's the comedy of me having stuff in my butt on the air. That's funny. But I think that's a great 
piece of radio too. Like to me, for me to get it done and like show that it's really not that bad. And you're, I don't care what you say. If you're not interested in prostate cancer awareness or you are, if you're not interested in the sophomoric antics or you're not, if you're in your car listening to Loveline and you know a guy's about to put his hand in my asshole, you're mm-hmm. gonna stick around. Like you're listening to that. <laughs> well, maybe we could bring a urologist in to do it. That I'd go for. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll do a real, real deal thing, like a yeah. real process. I'm not gonna make a joke out of it. It's just I think the joke is is it's conceptual. It's in it's built in. Like yeah. I'm live on the air with my pants around my ankles. So already it's comedy. So any urologist or urology residents. Uh, who wants to, uh, well, we're going to make a spectacle of this, but for a good reason. Yeah. To, to try to promote prostate cancer awareness. Um, where should we have to send an email to somebody? I think so, yeah. Or just, what, DM you on Twitter or something? What do we do? If you are a real doctor, a real urologist, get in touch with me via Twitter or or contact, you know, Loveline. Uh, go to lovelineshow.com. And there's all the contacts there. And, and you know, I, I'm sure we can muster something. I'm surprised you don't have, like, a friend of a friend that you know. I mean. You know, everybody's a lot older, and I don't think they'd be as into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a worthy thing. I think, like, I think our, be- our urology resident would love to do something like this. I think okay. it would be fun for them. Sweet. I'm in. Um, but let me say that uh, I just you're, you're, you watching Twitter and picking up. I, I, I know that if somebody tweets you about this possibility you'll see it and then that when i was thinking about that just as we were talking i thought jesus christ how do you do all that mike how do you watch the twitter feed watch your facebook watch your child and then come up with all those fucked up pictures that you you text us every every day well that like that's like a but amongst those things and to be on actually on top of all that yeah say a full-time job well i i have thank you and watch tv and, and you you keep up on like important television and, and and podcast. Well, and, uh, and Stern and radio. I'm pretty I'm pretty up on on current events too. I mean, no, I'm no, not, I, I, but I mean, and 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 reading the diet book and yeah. listening. How the fuck do you do? You just sit there and study the internet all day. Uh, while yeah. you're watching while you're watching TV and your child. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, when I'm watching Maggie, I'm pretty much all in. But outside of that, unless I'm unless I'm like at the gym, like squatting heavy, or I'm in the ocean. I'm I'm re- I'm reading something that that is reading I, or listening or re- yeah. reading and listening or one hundred percent of the time one hundred when I fall asleep at night I I have a different podcast that I may be into it and I listen to I, uh, a book on tape in the car while I'm driving somewhere well yeah, then but I'm I'll just read. doing the math in my head it, you you have to be multitasking almost all the time with this stuff yeah so you're gonna be you're be browsing the internet while you're listening to the podcast yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Does that drive your wife crazy? Um. Yes, but I I really make a conscious effort not to do it while like we're spending time together. Like if we're at a restaurant or if my wife and I are sitting down to eat dinner, even at our house, I put my phone away. Like I I really try. It's I I'm I'm a way bullshit into- because you're sending me weird pictures when I know it's dinner time over there. No, because if if I'm sending you weird pictures, that means I'm like in the other room. Like my wife's in the other room with a kid, or saying. or my wife's filming. You know, the, I I don't typically sit there with Bianca and like have my phone out. Typically, no, yeah, typically, just some of the time. Some of the, I mean, some some of the time she's fucking on her phone, so I'm like, I'm gonna read the new article about uh, you know, fr- uh, fructose digestion. I keep kicking my mic off. Ah! <laughs> it's pathetic. Don't do that. Um, 
Okay, so uh, so all that's going on. It's interesting because I'm cause a you... curious guy. I mean, I, I like I like shit. I mean, I really enjoy. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a smart guy, but I definitely like to know shit. And I'm like everything. Every time I learn about something, I get more uh, motivated to learn about something more. Like it, it, right, it, it sparks me I, to get into it. You know, I understand that too. And but but you. The way you digest media is interesting because I've just noticed it just takes a lot of time to consume all that. Yeah, and that uh, and I, I while women are great at multitasking, there we go again. Women are great at multitasking in terms of behaviorally, like they can do multiple things at once. They tend not to like, in my experience, they tend not to like multitasking. Um, Information in yeah, like watching and and do you know it, it, if it's cerebral, they tend to like to focus. You, you, is that is that right? And Seems they get, like it. They yeah. get sort of anxious and irritated when you are you know talking and doing something, or listening to music or watching TV and reading something. That that to them is sort of irritating. Yeah. No. It please. seems like it. I, I don't yeah. think that that's a that's a crazy statement. Yeah. Um, and so I, I I was funny. I, I've never brought this up with you, but I was been thinking about it. And I thought, you know, I bet I bet it drives Bianca a little more crazy than you know. Well, she gets so wrapped up into shit that meaning what? Like she oftentimes won't pay attention. Like I might as well not be in the room. Mm. So I could be multitasking all all the live long day. She wouldn't care because she's so entranced in like finding the right cake topper for her sister's wedding or something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when my wife gets into that. Or like finding the hotel room for our next vacation. When she's into that, I I could be spinning a plate on my boner. Well, it's actually, it's actually very much to the point I was just making. I mean, you're probably doing three things. You know, you're listening yeah. to something, watching something, and reading something, and listening, you know, whatever. And she just focuses like crazy on one thing. It doesn't even know you're there. You know, another weird thing I was thinking about uh, tonight. I was watching some footage of Rowan and Martin's laughing. Yeah, you know what that is? Yes. Of course. Have you? Well, not of course, because it's it's 1968 to 1972. Basically. I know, but I'm a media geek, especially for like variety shows. Okay. It, it, what what are your reactions to that program when you watch it now? Un- unwatchable. It, because it's unentertaining okay. and not funny. N- not funny. Does it have any kind of historical appeal or anything no. curious about it? No. I the only thing curious about it to me is like how the fuck was this on TV? Oh, my God. How about the celebrity cameos and stuff? See, because the reason I say that about laughing is because it came out pretty much in the same era as the Smothers Brothers, which I go, that's fucking genius. Yeah. Like, that's so ahead of its time. It's so clever. That's funny, entertaining. They're talented guys. And I go, well, laughing just has nothing good going for it. Well, it's funny. The, the last the last take I saw in this thing I was watching about about laughing was the Smothers Brothers saying goodnight, Dick, and... Uh, and not Dick, the other one, turns to Dick and says, those guys really get laughed for this crap? <laughs> Those people laugh at this garbage? And then, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it's it up. However, up. having watched it at the time, it was uh, it was very appealing to young people. I can and, see that, and, but, you know, then— and, and adults thought it was, oh, so we were being so cool. We're being so provocative tonight, saying goodnight, dick. And then we'll just say, they'll just say the word balls or nuts or something. <laughs> we're so funny. Because it was so, everything was so backwards. Right. You could do anything and, and that was sort of spontaneous and real. And people would think, oh, my God, what a scandal. Right. And, uh, well, also, I think that it was, uh, when everything's too rife for um 
subversive kind of activity, it it kind of falls flat. Like yeah. that's why I thought things like that. You know, again, and we're going to get back to this argument. I felt you know a lot of the stuff in the fifties was actually to me a more was so much more kind of interesting because for it to be at all subversive, it had to live kind of in a clandestine fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the thinly veiled kind of media <laughs> messages in like the Twilight Zone and stuff like that, early Rod Serling. Well, that's the point. Stuff. This was laughing was actually cartoon and actually mainstream. Yeah. Pretending to be cool. Subversive, yeah, okay. Yeah, and so it appealed to like a nine-year-old kid. Yeah, Or okay. a 12-year-old kid. Hey, Dr. It, Drew, it, there's no doubt about it. Vaping is daunting. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, there's just too much vaping going on you for you to just settle down on what type of vape you're going to go for. Okay. Uh, but we met the craft guys, craft vapery dudes, oh, real yeah. good guys. Yep. Small, real American small business, and they have the right idea. They're not. They're trying to kick smoking. That's why they got into the vape thing. You remember I, the one one of the the principals had kick smoking with vaping, and and then cut down on the vaping. Yeah. So don't waste time or money with trial and error. Let Craft Vapory be your vaping guide, okay? So go to craftvapory.com, C-A-R-F-T, vapory.com, and enter the promo code LOVELINE at checkout. You'll save 25% off in the shop and 55% off subscription orders from now through December 16th. That's a hell of a deal, biznatch. (laughs) Craft curates the largest selection of top-quality vaping flavors and hardware available anywhere, delivered straight to your door. Boom, right to your door, vaping. Vaping and gaping. Craft Vapory, the only way to vape. Craft Vapory, that's C-A-R-F-T-V-A-P-E-R-Y.com, and use the promo code LOVELINE at checkout. Yep. Hey, everyone, this is Mike Wolf with the Smart Home Show. Remember all that talk growing up about the Jetsons Future Home Gizmos Gadgets, Rosie the Robot? Well, it's all here, except for maybe Rosie the Robot. You can unlock your front door with the phone, your smoke arm can send you text messages, and you can turn on your lights with your voice. You may hate or love this idea, but either way, we talk about this every week on the Smart Home Show, the number one smart home podcast in iTunes. Just check us out in iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or go to thesmarthomeshow.com. And oh yeah, in the next couple of weeks, we're giving away some free stuff, including a smart walk. So check us out at thesmarthomeshow.com. All right, welcome back to the uh, Mike and Dr. <laughs> Drew show. Drew, we're talking about uh, laughing. and Yeah, I was just thinking that Glenn Howerton stayed with us out here in New York while we, for a couple of days. What, Ooh. A great, what a great guy. We just had the best time with him. He's a good dude. Hey, boy, yeah. boy, boy, I, I, that, Jill oh, was not with us, Mike. I'm fuck, sorry. Damn it. Well, then I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so anyway. The, the I want to give her Bill Cosby cocktails. Oof. <laughs> so, so the, I want to mentor her. Mentor? <laughs> now, back to the... Uh, the laughing thing. Two things about laughing struck me this time. Well, three things. One was they had the news every day, which was really the beginning of SNL news. I mean, that's yeah. where that came from. Yeah, like the weekend update type N- stuff. Number yeah. two, the the what was it was claiming to be or what young people thought it was, which was just frankly people screwing around and saying whatever they felt, really is what informed radio after that. And I, and I would say set the stage for something like Loveline. Because everything was about just being real, just being just you know just spontaneous and real. Yeah, kind of kind of came from that stuff. And then finally, when I have sort of clips of this thing emerged again about maybe ten or fifteen years ago on cable and people selling you know whatever you know compilations of it. And for a good twelve years of the last fifteen, maybe fourteen the years of it, it's irritated the shit out of me. I've just thought, oh my. God, how do we uh, just the way you're talking about it? And I watched some of it today, and I thought, uh, yeah, it's starting to make sense again in okay. some weird way. I cannot figure out what the fuck it is. Well, much like 
much like someone seeing a tweet uh, of be, of a quote that has no context. Yeah. Me watching Laughing, not having lived through that era, but I, I don't have any context. I, I you know? get that, so, but I'm wondering if you wa- watch it again now and see if it starts to like feel a little more familiar in some yeah. weird, weird, weird way. I, I it, it, it looks so foreign for me for so many years, and all of a sudden today I was thinking, yeah, it's kind of we're going into some kind of similar time. I think in a weird way. With all the demonstrations and the misery. Well, the, we're certainly going there with entertainment being how how you know people can get you know you can get you, everyone has a voice now for yeah. better or for worse. Yeah. And it's great when a, a kid starts up his own like YouTube channel and he can you know he can like create crazy skits and bits and be creative and fun. That's amazing, and I I just love that. But you know everybody tweeting me about what they agree with and don't agree with about what I say on Loveline, don't really care. And yeah, I, frankly, you don't deserve to have an opinion because you're so fucking stupid. Mm. You know, so there's upside and downside. You can't take the good with the bad, and the, the, the two can't exist without the other. Um, but, but, but I do agree that, like, some of these YouTube shows that I watch that are actually pretty clever and stuff, that is for children by children. You know, yeah. and and I yeah. I do see like kind of that that relationship to things like laughing, you know, or or and it, you know, in a weird way, the first like two or three seasons of Saturday Night Live, or maybe you know what it is? It's that is that the 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 media landscape is getting so foreign all of a sudden. You've got a lot of adults trying to be cool for young people, very much like laughing was. Yeah, and it just being sort of. Uh, and and I think that's it. I mean, for years and years, radio and television was something that both adults and young people kind of related to in the same way. They kind of liked – in fact, the adults tended to like the stuff the young people liked. Sure. That is separated now. That that has begun to separate. Do you think so? I mean, do you think I, there I ever think so. was really a time where adults and children really liked the same stuff? Like where I, they were... I, it was – let's just say it was much closer than it is now. Okay. That, that's fair. I mean, again – I, I can't speak with any reference. Certainly not in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, in 1984, children and ki- adults pretty much like different shit. You know, my my parents were into Ronald Reagan and Engelberg Humperdinck. My sister was into Van Halen. You know, it, it, there was never any kind of semblance. But it, it, it got closer immediately after that, though. Yep. All right. All right. We got to go. Yeah. Great podcast, Dr. Drew. Uh, keep keep your great cock in uh, good you. shape. And mm-hmm. uh, everybody, I love you. Assalamu alaikum. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes. And third? Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.